Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Skull and Flowers podcast. I'm Skull, and I'm here with flower number one. Hi, I'm Lavender. And flower number two. Hi, I'm Rose. And today, we're going to read Aesop's fable, The Old Woman and the Doctor, and then we're going to talk about reciprocity and thinking through things. With that, Lavender, can you read the fable? Yep. The Old Woman and the Doctor. An old woman became almost totally blind from disease of the eyes, and after consulting a doctor, made an agreement with him in the presence of witnesses that she should pay him a high fee if he cured her, while if he failed, he was to receive nothing. The doctor accordingly prescribed a course of treatment, and every time he paid her a visit, he took away with him some article out of the house, until at last, when he visited her for the last time, and the cure was complete, there was nothing left. When the old woman saw that the house was empty, she refused to pay him his fee, and after repeated refusals on her part, he sued her before the magistrates for payment of her debt. On being brought into court, she was ready with her defense. The claimant, said she, has stated the facts about our agreement correctly. I undertook to pay him a fee if he cured me, and he, on his part, promised to charge nothing if he failed. Now he says I am cured, but I say that I am blinder than ever, and I can prove what I say. When my eyes were bad, I could at any rate see well enough to be aware that my house contained a certain amount of furniture and other things. But now, when according to him I am cured, I am entirely unable to see anything there at all. Ooh, ouch. She got him good. Other, other, other than all her stuff being stolen, she got him <laughs> yeah. good. Okay. Do you have a version, Rose? Yes, I do. Okay. Once there was a nerd named Bobby. Bobby needed help in the school sport, pillow fights. So he asked the best pillow fighter, Derek. Derek said he would help Bobby as long as Bobby helped him with their homework. So every day, Derek would come to Bobby's house to help with his homework, and Bobby went to Derek's house to help with his pillow fighting. But what Bobby didn't know is that Derek wasn't even listening to Bobby. Derek was just copying the homework. So then one day, Bobby found out and refused to show Derek his homework. So then Derek told the teacher. But since Bobby was smart, he knew what to say. I may have tried to teach Derek to be smart, but he is as dumb as ever. He he copied my name on his homework. Ooh, ouch. Yeah, that uh, doesn't show a lot of uh, wits to copy the name of someone you're copying. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Lavender, do you have a version? Yes. Um, Once there was an old lady crossing the road with all of her groceries when a man decided to help her, but really he was trying to steal her groceries, but they weren't actually groceries and they were just old lady stuff. I did not want. Oh no, so did he get him home and he was like, oh no, random old yeah. lady things. I don't even know what that <laughs> would be. Um, okay, so yeah, I think all of us get that and we, we see a lot of shows where someone tries to trick someone and in fact they are the one who gets tricked. So can you guys think of any shows or any stories you've read where the person trying to trick is the one who gets tricked? Well, a bunch of the shows that the baby watches. Uh-huh, so you're talking like PJ Masks and yeah, and that kind of show. That weird oh. Spider-Man the show. New, the new Spider-Man little kids version. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, um, so one of the things that I think this is really about is that the doctor, I mean, there's a, a few weird things about this story, like the woman's getting the treatment and 
she won't notice that her furniture is gone until it's done. I mean, if if it's Eddie was getting knickknacks or something, that would make more sense to me. But it's like, yeah. oh, my bed is not where it was. I, I guess it must not be because somebody stole it. <laughs> um, but anyways, I think, though, the doctor, in this case, he didn't really think through his plan because I think a lot of us, especially when we're trying to do something sneaky, especially kids, they always think of what they're going to do and they really don't spend much time thinking about the other person's reaction, right? But in this world, right, if you do something, somebody does something back. It's called reciprocity. It's called revenge. Okay, (laughs) but when you step on the floor, right, the floor pushes back on your foot or else you'd fall through the floor, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's, you know, we talk, we've talked about karma before. When you do something, there's consequences from it. But this doctor was just like, I know I'm going to do this to her and there's no way she can do anything back. Like he thought he was the only person smart enough to fight back. So um, let's talk about some reciprocity in our own lives. Um, what's an example of a time when you helped someone and did they do something nice for you afterwards? Um, yes. Okay, give an example. So once I was doing the dishes and I was helping the baby take a bath. Mm-hmm. So, um, and do you always do both? No, I usually only do like one day is dishes, one day is baby, one day is dishes. So you take turns with lavender? Uh-huh, and okay. then lavender gave me a dollar. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because you made me. Okay, do you have an example, Lavender? Um, probably mostly at school. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like kind of like a favor, like a you owe me, kind Mm -hmm. of. Like, I don't know, I have a friend that needs help with homework, so I'm like, oh, I'll help, I'll help you, but then you owe me back. Okay, so in this, in that case, you asked for it. So I remember one time I was at a rodeo. You guys might not even know what a rodeo is. Isn't that like is. a horse? Yeah, it's like horses running around and doing things. Oh, yeah, they're like racing. So I went to a rodeo when I was a little kid, and a woman dropped her purse in the seats, and it was on those bleachers like you see at a high school, so she would have had to climb all the way down and like get on the ground to get her purse. So my cousin helped her get her purse out after she asked him and then she gave him five dollars for helping and he didn't ask for it but she was just like oh i didn't do that myself so you know here's five dollars how about opposite is there an example where someone's done something nice for you so you felt you know obligated to do something nice for them back even if it's just like a compliment or something yeah well yeah i mean But it's kind of like, you know they helped you, so like you kind of know they're a nice person, so you want to be nice back to them. Yeah. Yeah, so reciprocity between people is not always perfectly even. It's not like, I did this nice thing for you, so you need to do something exactly as nice for me back. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to be perfectly even in our reciprocity because we never know exactly how meaningful some things are to other people. So, you know, if you said, oh, I like your hairstyle to your friend, they might say back to you, oh, I like your hairstyle too. Yeah. 
<laughs> but sometimes you might say that, and another person, and the other person will just say, "Oh, thank you." Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they'll just ignore you. Yeah, they might ignore you. Um, so things are not always perfectly even. But do you think like the world runs better when you know people are doing nice things for each other? Yeah. And so. Even though you feel obligated to help someone because they helped you, isn't it generally pretty good mm-hmm. to do that? Okay, so then let's delve into a harder question. Should you tattle on bullies? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Because it's not nice. Okay, why? Because if they don't get punished for the things they do, they'll never learn that they can't do that. So it's like they're... Uh, not getting any reciprocity for their bad actions is what you're saying? Yeah. So if they do something bad for someone, they should have to face consequences? Yes. Okay. It's, but it's kind of like yesterday, a police came to our school to talk to us about bullies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they say it's like, it's annoying when you tattle for someone. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, um, teacher, they're picking their nose or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, when someone is actually bullying you or harassing you or something like that, mm-hmm. you should actually tell a adult. Okay, then why do people always dislike people who tattle so much? Because then they know that they can't trust them. Yeah, okay, and so they'll get in trouble. So obviously the person who did something wrong hates tattling because they get in trouble, but usually other people did too, and you said it's because of a lack of trust. Can we talk a little bit more about that? Why do you say that? Because, like, when the person wants to do something, like, I don't know, they're not supposed to do, like, they don't want to tell the person that always, um, like, tattles on them. Because they don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Okay, so what you're saying is kids sometimes have secrets, and it's better to be known as a good secret keeper than a tattler? Yes. Yeah. But does that change depending on how serious... I know. The, the thing the bully did is you can no. te- you can tell the teacher anonymously. Anonymously, <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, so it's, it is very complicated because you know there's a lot of considerations at play. How trustworthy of a person are you? Kids always feel like they're kind of in a it's kids versus the grown ups, and if you go to the grown ups for everything, it means you can't handle problems yourself. But on the other hand, if it's a really serious item. I said, the world generally seems to work better when there's fairness. And if somebody does something bad, you know, they need to face the punishment for that. And if that doesn't happen, then they just keep going on to be a bigger and bigger bully, right? Mm-hmm. So here's another one. Congratulations. No easy answer on the best thing to do every time. Because <laughs> I'm sure you don't want to get a reputation to be like, Teacher, Sally didn't wash her hands. <laughs> well, what would people think if you told on that? They'd be like, tattletaley. Exactly. And, and then it would be a very bad thing. But, you know, if another kid was hitting someone in your class and they were too scared to tell the teacher because they thought the bully would hit them more, then I think most of you would agree it would be reasonable to tell the teacher on their behalf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, reciprocity is generally a good thing, and it kind of makes the world go round, 
But on the other hand, I understand that kids and teenagers have other considerations and things they're thinking about, too. Um, but, you know, for the bottom line, for, for you two and the listeners, is always do good all the time, no exceptions, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay, got it. Okay. So, another point about this story is that the doctor was so greedy. He was already getting a high fee for doing this for the woman. And why do you think he also felt the need to go even further and just straight up steal from her? Uh, Well, some people are just greedy like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they just can't get enough, which is really, really dumb. Do you know any people who just, like, no matter the situation, they can't just relax they have to get an advantage for themselves all the time yeah. yeah so there's this one girl at my school and even though she gets a role that she's happy with she always wants to like do something with our role too like whatever i'm doing so you mean she just needs to get more control than anyone else all the time Mm-hmm. yeah so i think there's a lot of people who just feel that things need to be done a certain way and so they just start dominating everyone. But how does that usually work out for them? Oh, bad. Because everyone either gets mad at them or they like no one wants to hang out with them. So do you feel like it's a good short-term strategy to get what you want? No. Well, it may be good short-term, but is it a good long-term strategy? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, no. It's not good in long-term. So on that note, my first flip moral though would be what would be the moral if someone else had been stealing the old woman's furniture so what is the doctor and they were working together in this case the doctor and the real thief would not be working together so the doctor is good yeah the doctor is good and then there's just this the old woman just doesn't want to pay him because someone else has been stealing her stuff oh well, he should have stopped the guy selling the furniture in the first place instead of waiting to go to the place. Okay, like, what do you think, Lavender? Well, I think the moral would be, like, make sure you know who Get, is doing that in the first place. Get your facts right, again. Yeah, no, that <laughs> one would be hard because you can understand the old woman's frustration. She doesn't know who did it, but it's not necessarily fair to blame this guy when it could be anyone else and so yeah there's not really a good easy to get moral from it if it was somebody else stealing the furniture Mm -hmm. okay what would be the moral if the woman got a bunch of cheap furniture knowing that the doctor was greedy like this and she told her relatives Hey guys, I know how to trick this guy into giving me free eye treatment. He's gonna steal my stuff and then I won't have to pay him. She's. Well, she's tricky. Mm hmm. <laughs> Always expect the unexpected. Mm hmm. And be a fortune teller. <laughs> yeah, for me, it would be. Always be careful when you think you're the smartest person in the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's probably someone who's being more quiet than you, who is actually the smartest person in the room. Really? Mm-hmm. Which means the cats in here are definitely smarter than us. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, because they figured out a way to 
get a house and food without doing anything at all. Yeah, but one of them couldn't figure out how to, like, get through the door even though it was open. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So that's a couple of good flip morals. So last question, how are you going to live your life better? By expecting the unexpected. Mm-hmm. By, it, even if you think you're smart, you're probably not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of us in the present moment, we don't think much about people's reactions to things. But, I mean, in your life, sometimes you're going to have to take an action where the other person is not going to like what you do. Mm-hmm. And you just have to think about what their reaction is going to be and figure out the best way forward to that. Like if you have to deliver bad news, something like that, you have to think about the timing. For example, if you have to give bad news to me, is it better to wait until I'm in a good mood or a bad mood? Bad. I'm good. good. It's probably better to wait till I'm in a good mood. But what if the news is there's something on fire on the stove right now? Bad mood. Probably then. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. Good yeah. mood slash bad mood. Yeah. Okay, so try to think about your context. Try to think about the how the other person will react as much as time will allow. Yeah. Yay! Okay, next segment. Hard questions with Dad. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, my question is, what was your favorite childhood toy or toys that you played with? So, I think you know the answer to this already. I was a very big Lego fan when I was a kid. Legos were quite different back then. There was no brand tie-ins. It was just, you know... You would buy one and it would be like gas station. And then you buy another one and it would be like castle. But I really loved building Legos a lot. I eventually mixed all of my Legos into a huge box. And I think you have played with those at your grandma and grandpa's house, haven't you? Yes, they are very old. And there's no girls. That's true. There weren't girls in the Legos back then. So that's one thing I'm very glad they have changed about Legos. But it looks, like, way different from our Legos. Like, the soldiers look really weird. And the horses! The horses, everyone! Yeah, and they didn't have... So, you you two have, what is it, the Lego Friends series, where they're yeah. actually a different yeah. shape, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you, like, get, like, Star Wars, or was it just, like, plain ones? No, there was no Star Wars... No, Ninjago didn't even exist. No, Ninjago! So, yeah. Okay, Rose, your hard question? Okay. Would you rather have your clothes all red or all blue? I think you also know the answer to that. Although I am wearing red and blue right now, (laughs) I would easily choose to wear all blue because of your jeans who wants to wear bright red jeans all the time but you can wear blue jeans all day every day no you can be santa i could i yeah that would probably be a really fun thing in my life to dress like santa 100 percent of the time (laughs) and i don't know maybe my eyes aren't so good but i feel like there's a ton of different shades of blue that people wear and we can really distinguish between the shades of blue that people wear. How about red? But when someone's wearing red, it's like 
that's maroon, that's bright red, and that's sort of pinkish, and that's kind of it. (laughs) Maybe it's just because people wear less red clothes, so we're not as used to making those fine distinctions. Wait, you forgot dark red? Sure. Maroon. Maroon is a dark red. Oh, I didn't know that. I'd like, you didn't know what color maroon I'd like for maroon no. to be a word just for the color and not the band. Maroon <laughs> That way. <laughs> okay, so... Recommendations. Lavender. My recommendation is a TV show called Ninjago. Why would anyone <laughs> want to watch Ninjago when they could just play with old school Legos. Yeah, but of course everyone wants to watch Legos. Yeah. So do you prefer (laughs) to watch people playing games or to play a game? Play a game. Play a game. Play the game. Is watching Ninjago like watching someone play something? Is watching Ninjago like watching someone play with Legos? No, there aren't hands that are just like, oh, let's go. <laughs> that would be hilarious if it was like a full story, but there was constantly hands moving the Legos around. Like, it's not really like the animation where they just do it like step by step. No, it's stop motion. It, well, no, it's, that's it's a, really a cartoon. Okay, yeah. you heard it here first, million dollar idea. Do a season of Ninjago where you can yeah. see people, where you can see people's hands. <laughs> Lego sets for it first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, your recommendation, Rose? Okay. The Who Was Show. I agree with oh, that recommendation God. wholeheartedly. Why is that such a good show? Because it teaches everybody about, like, old-timey people. Like Isaac Newton? Yeah. Who else? And you remember George who Washington. else? And Julius Caesar? Julius Caesar and Bruce Lee. And, and, um, and George Washington Carver? And is it very serious? Just, like, so serious? No, it's very funny. It's a really funny way to learn. Yeah, I think uh, the worst thing I can say about the Who Was show is that there's not a season two. Yeah! Yeah, The last season, or the last episode that came out came out in like 2018 yeah so i don't have a lot of hope for and like it said it said it was to be continued yeah okay so our recommendation is for the people who make the who was show to make a second season yeah yeah who do you think will be next bruce lee no, there was, there was there was already bruce lee yeah but it, oh that, yeah there was those, a battle there was episodes. a battle it was like <laughs> okay i think that's good for today's episode thank you for listening bye, bye.